Hey, it's your boy Lissi from the 43, and I'm here only with Jade Lafley. Hey everyone, welcome back to Only With Jade Lafley. Uh, just a bit of a disclaimer, I had surgery last week. I had my wisdom teeth removed. So if you don't see my bottom lip or the left half of my chin moving like as it normally would, it's because of that. So <laughs> anyway, um, I just want to start off by thanking Lissy, AKA, well, Talis, Lissy's real name, uh, for joining us today in Sydney, flying all the way from Brisbane. Um, thank you for being here. Yeah. So, you were on a feature of a track that was released about an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were sitting in this um, really cute champagne bar at the Sofitel Hotel in Sydney, and Lissy's like, yo, I just dropped a track. And we were like, what? Yeah. How does that feel? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, no, it's good. It's good. Just, um, you know, putting some, some more content out for people to, to um, you know, watch and listen to. No, I love it. It's what um, you know, I'll never get sick of it. Yeah, it's a good feeling. Yeah. So the um, the guys that you featured with in that track, who are they? Oh, uh, they're one of the. Oh, uh, they're also from the from the hood, you know. From Lord the west. And uh, no, no, just we all hang out together. Um, okay. We're all we're all tight knit anyway, so that's how it is where we're from. Um, Lord Lance and 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 I'm all the MC. Um, yeah, they're much older than me, so you know, a lot wiser, but. They were, they were crazy. Oh, they were them. So good. What's the name of the track so that we can say? Uh, around Here, Around Here by Lord Lance featuring Amor and, uh, yeah, some guy. Lissy, I think his name. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Yeah. <laughs> right, sorry. Let's see. Yeah, so um, <coughs> you are from the town called Goodna. Yeah. And I did some research on the place and Goodna's... Um, only have they only have about ten thousand people that actually live yeah. there. So what was it, what was it like growing up in a place so small? Oh yeah, we love it. You know, yeah. everyone knows everyone. Um, it's just how it is, and it's it's real. It just feels like family. You know, growing up in 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 Goodna, um, everyone's got everyone's back. It was like, you know, you have mishaps here, like you have trouble and stuff. But when it came down to Goodna, you know, everyone was back in Goodna, like Goodna for Goodna. And that's how we lived uh, at the end of the day. And, mm. and that's why we love where we're from. So I was so proud because um, we feel like a family, you know what I mean? Mm. And everyone knows everyone, you know, it would be like, you know, oh, Michael's wife is Talis's cousin, which is Talis's brother's, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. how everyone was connected. So, yeah, it was a big massive family. And, you know, I came in late, but it was, it was they, they welcomed me in. Like family, so. you came in late. Yeah, because so, you were oh, from Sydney. Oh, true. Yeah, whenever, whenever. Um, when I was like, like thirteen, fourteen. Okay. Yeah. So um, yeah, and so. In so in Sydney, um, where did you grow up before you? Oh, so I lived in Belfield, which is like Belmore, Campsie, um, yeah, near there, and uh, yeah. Okay, and so what was your experience like? Um, I guess you were so young, but like you would just you would still remember what life was like in those areas before you moved to Goodna. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It was because it was all I knew. Yeah. So I can't I can't really pick at it. Like, but you have a lot of family there. It was rough. There? It was. Uh, oh, it was uh, nah. It was just it was just us. Um, mm. Most of my family's in um, either New Zealand or Samoa. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, yeah, nah, but yeah. So like, what brought you to Australia though? Because I think you've mentioned before that your parents, you're <clears> really <throat> close to your parents, and they were the ones that um, really pushed you to excel in music and your mom was actually the one that forced you to stand up <laughs> in front of your family and forced you to get up at the functions yeah. and rap and perform so what like what what was the pivotal moment for them that that I guess brought them to Australia like why why leave New Zealand why leave Samoa oh well oh I was young I was like three or mm-hmm. four so I, I wouldn't really know but all I know is that they didn't regret it and neither do we you know mm. love love australia it's it's home now it always will be um and yeah um it's a lot of opportunity here you know okay um, i feel like there's more here than there is in new zealand mm-hmm. just seeing my other family that live there you know i just see how you know some some of the families in new zealand they do it tough um and i don't know anything about you know politics or economy or stuff like that but mm-hmm. i just know that australia is um is has got a lot more opportunity and mm-hmm. um yeah i guess that's why we moved over initially and we've made it home mm. yeah so when you speak about opportunity when your family look at that um like what do they consider opportunity to be oh uh, you know um i don't, I don't know I, I, I think just a new start um It'd be something you have to ask my parents. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. I just I was I was still a little kid, but I reckon it was just a new start. because, um, you know, just from hearing stories off dad and stuff, it was real. Um people were just starting to fall into the stereotypes that were set for Pacific Islanders in Auckland and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it was real common to like just be on the streets or, you know, either footy player or you know, everyone was chasing one dream or other, you know, mm. um, falling off and stuff. But when you come to Australia, there's so many opportunities, so many So many doors. different dreams yeah, then yeah. outside of just... hundred. It's real Doing diverse, the yeah. one thing. Okay, You know, cool. it's different. Like, you know, you got Samoans playing soccer, Tim Cahill. Mm. You know what I mean? You got um, that Samoan girl, Des, um, playing um, tennis. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was a lot. And that's stuff that wouldn't really be common in New Zealand, I guess, just from hearing what dad would tell me. Um, but yeah, at, at the end of the day, that's something you have to ask mum and dad, you know. Yeah, but uh, they yeah. saw music as an opportunity for you. Oh, I did. Okay. Yeah, no, nah, that was my that was my, that was my little side hobby. Yeah. Um, you know, school was main. That was that was mum and dad. They were just drilling. Like, yeah. Do school, do school, and footy. You know, they were yeah. helping me play footy. You know, made made a couple of rep teams here and there, and they would always support me in that. But music was never a main focus. It wasn't a dream. That which um, which rep teams? Did you make uh, little ones, not not like, you know, mm-hmm. SG Ball or, you know, Cyril Connor or stuff like that. Yeah. No, nah, it was more just like, you know, um, what do you call them? Like district teams yep. and, you know, stuff like that. But that was, this is all in school. But you realised that it wasn't really for you or? Yeah, nah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Some, are, some are gifted, some are not. And you just got to gotta live with that. Yeah, yeah I so guess I wasn't gifted. I was a hard worker. I used to train heaps, but yeah. You didn't love it? No, I loved it. I love the game still. Like mm. I watched it. I watch a full game of footy um, every week. Yeah, nothing changed. It's still still exciting to watch and stuff. But your passion was obviously somewhere else, and that was music. Yeah, and if yeah. the shoe fits, where so. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
was there like a defining moment where you knew that music was your calling? Um, nah, uh, say less. The say less, track. yeah. When so, you released it? Yeah, because that was okay. just, like I said this a lot, um, because you did some really big numbers on that, yeah. like for a solo artist, especially 100. in a place like Australia. Yeah. Um, I think I was like looking up on YouTube and stuff, and you had, I think you got like three and a half million. Yeah, now views I think sitting on, now, yeah. On the one, on the one track that you yeah. released only like eight months ago, which is not even that long ago, yeah, and that's 100. big. That's one of the biggest numbers, like one of the biggest tracks that I. I could think of like yeah. besides your your groups in Australia and someone who's so new like that's that's a yeah it was a fast come up it was a fast come up mm. um, I was just rapping for fun and if people know like that's been following me I was just rapping on Instagram you know that was just how I started yeah. just doing it for fun put my phone on my windowsill press record play instrumental and then I'm writing you know just rapping over it um, but then, uh, yeah, uh, people with a lot of, when I was doing that, I dropped a lot of videos, I dropped a lot of content on my Instagram. Mm. And people were like, oh, sh you should try and um, hop in the booth, see what, see what happens. And so, you know, um, one of those was he chucked me a, a free beat and he's like, oh, yeah, you can have this, like, see, see what you can do with it. Um, and I was like, oh, sweet, yeah, whatever. So we went to the studio, uh, paid for studio time and stuff and um, just laced the track. And this was in July last year. Mm. Um, and then I was like, oh, nah. This is, I didn't like it. I wasn't, I was doubting myself, like, you know, mm. I'm my own worst critic at the end of the day. Mm. So I was just like, um, now nah, we'll hold off, you know, we'll, we'll wait until um, there's a good opportunity or something like that to just drop the song, just the song as itself. And then, um, so this is July, you got August, September, and October. One of those was um, hit me up and he goes, hey, uh, I do videos. And if you want to do a video for a song, then, you know, I'm more than happy to. Mm. So then that's when I was like, oh, well, you know, let's try something different, you know, like let's try yeah. um, not just drop the song because people know that I can rap, but let's mm. see if like performance and stuff that comes into play with um, music videos. And then we made that and then we put it up on YouTube and I was like, yeah, you know, this is, Ipswich is going to love this, 43 is going to love this song, you know. And then the next thing you know, it's gone all the way to UK, America, Canada. I was like, fuck, what the hell? And if I look now, it's probably over 100 countries that it's been played in. So, yeah, it, it, it was random. 100 countries, Yeah, wow. and then it was, that, it was that moment. Yep. Where I was like, holy shit. Yep. Well, we got, you know, the ball's in my hand now. I'm going to run it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. That's crazy. So, though, you mentioned there was like a moment. So, obviously, the people around you really supported you and people saw that mm. there was a talent in you. And I think everyone that, you know, that's on Instagram and, and saw your posts and saw your freestyle saw, oh, yeah. like, this is hectic, yeah, this is yeah. crazy, this Made is hectic. Yeah, um, and then you, you mentioned, though, that you kind of doubted yourself for that moment, like, before you released Say Less. Mm. And what was, that, what was that doubt about? Like, what did you, what were you thinking at the time? Um, I don't know, because people knew me as a rapper, Instagram rapper. So it's just, you know, you get that little bit of, ah, like kind of didn't to, take to yourself, videos, yeah, you know, like stick to your lane, yeah, like don't yeah. take it too serious, yeah. yeah, like you know, and plus there were other artists coming up at at the time, so you know, um, it was like you know, just um, me being my own worst critic, I was like, you know, just let these people do it, you know, they they do it better than you, yeah. stuff like that. You know, with the numbers that they had going and stuff, mm. you know, and it, it, like all respect, like that, that's that was mad. Mm. Um, 
but yeah, that's what really um, humbled me, I guess, or not humbled me, like just put put doubt in my mind. Mm. You really have. Um, I think you had a very different effect on people when you started releasing music, and even with your Instagram posts where you did your freestyles, because a lot of people would. And, like, you can see this in the comments and stuff of, like, your videos and um, on YouTube. And people see something really special and unique in you. And a lot of people have compared you to artists like um, like J. Cole, right? So, you know, like someone who will tell a story and not just yeah. a story, but yeah. there'll be a lesson behind yeah. that story. And I think um, that's, that is really unique. Yeah. Because it's one thing to come up in music and rap about like all the privileges that you have and like yeah. all these amazing things like that we normal, can love you know? and enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think what's so amazing about you and like I said, quite unique and special is that you you rap about something that's real, that's every day. Um, and for Australians, you know, that's that's us like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. for the most of us you know it's like the the everyday kind of like hustle and mm. struggle and um lifestyle that you know majority of australians live and i think yep. that's um how you've you've managed to touch a lot of your fans and a lot of people in mm. australia because you you touch on those subjects so the ep that you released um and dropped only what like a week ago average About man two weeks two weeks ago now um for me i was just like listening through the ep a couple of times and i was like this is so relatable Mm. so your style of rapping is very much like you're speaking and you're telling a story like this is my day this is what i go through you know and so that type of style i think is i don't know like you don't come across that a lot and i don't know if that's unique to like where you're from or mm. if it's you as an individual like how did you kind of come ab- uh, how did you develop that yeah. style yeah no a lot, a lot a lot plays a part in in that type of style of rap mm. um for me i'd say it was more my my um fascination in hip-hop mm. like, uh, if that makes sense like like what i like to listen to as mm. a kid it wasn't uh you know the i mean yeah i like the gangster stuff yeah, I like the, you know, I like Jim, I love Migos, you know, even mm-hmm. though I knew nothing about, you know, pulling up in a foreign or stuff, stuff like that. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, you know, but it sounded good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But at the end of the day, like, you know, what really, what really captured me was, was your, your J. Cole, your, your, um, uh, you know, Kendrick Lamar, mm. um, you know, Joey Badass, you know, stuff like that, uh, people like that. And then even the old school, like Tupac, um, um, you know, Big L, uh, Nas, Nas is a big one. Like just, just those sort of rappers. That's where I sort of. So what I did as a kid is like, I, I, I studied it. Mm. I studied rap, and you know, I was like, you know, these guys are coming with a message. These guys are coming with not only a message but like lyricism and stuff. And you know, but imagine putting that with like Migos's flow. Mm. You know, it, it just like a catchy flow that'll catch on straight away. You know, that mm. was that was that was my um. Like that's what I like to do as as a um, as an artist. Uh, I, I like as a kid. I'd say more. I, I used to just pick at you know elements of rap and um, try and make my own. And I guess yeah, that's mm. how my style came about. I'd say. Yeah, and it's 
it's sort of like in your personality that comes across through your music as well. Sorry, you um like you do have this really um like tough side of you that is very knowledgeable in the streets and has seen a lot, you know, so it's yeah. like it's very clear and um a lot of artists, you know, find it really difficult to talk about this topic because it's like where can you like what's the fi- there's a fine line between like when you're putting yourself out there and you're telling your story and you want people to know where you've come from and you've seen some shit and you've seen some like pretty heavy stuff yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, but you don't want to glorify that in yeah. a way, but it's like, but that is the what reality, you, yeah. you know, of what I've seen and what I've come from. So how, how do I put across a message to say like, um, I've seen that and I come from that, but I'm kind of better than that, but like still don't, fuck with me in a way mm. the reality of yeah. what a lot of us come from yeah you know what i mean uh, everyone's different mm. everyone's different um well I, I, at the end of the day like like you said i just tell stories um but it, like rap's just perspective it's how you see things it's how you um you know it's how you feel it's how you think um and you know if someone's gonna rap about you know, women and money, every single song, then that's just what they want to see. That's how they like, perceive life. That's what they think life is. That's what they think life is about. For me, what you're saying is, um, I'm just all, I'm all for it. I just be yourself. Like, honestly, that's the main thing is just be yourself. Um, anyone in life, like, you know, if if, if you're about it, if, you know, if, if you're going to walk around and say, you know, oh, I'll shoot someone if he messes with me, then, yeah, go ahead, say that. You know, because um, then that's you. But just back yourself. That's all I say. Like, you know, I'm not gonna. I, I can't. Like, I could say that. I could go. Yeah, this guy's been talking. You know, loud eh? So I'm gonna go and stab him. Nah. And then, then you know, someone's giving me a knife, and he's like, "Oh, go stab him." Then I'll be like, "Oh, nah, nah, I don't want to." Mm. You know, that's <laughs> a, yeah, yeah, <laughs> then, really yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> I was joking, joking. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Nah, nah. But see, that's like that's 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 my message. Like, um, it's just back yourself. Um, so, um, yeah. I forgot your question. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Sorry. I kind of forgot my question too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You started listening to hip hop artists like Tupac and Biggie. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you kind of progressed to like more of UK rap. Yeah, yeah. So like Stormzy. Yeah. And who else? Uh, Skepta. Just yeah. the main, you know, the main UK artists that started popping in australia early mm. yeah. so do you think that they influenced you more on your style of music yeah or yeah 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 more so than like the american oh yeah hundred pop and rap artists because they got the the because their sound is pretty much like our sound mm-hmm. um but with the way they rap uh i'd say like compared to you u.s music nowadays the uk is more lyrical and uh, that's what I was like intrigued by. It's just that you know they they got besides the, J Cole. Oh yeah, J Cole's yeah. Who but you've been compared to? Yeah, like that. But you know, he's a he's a diamond in the rough over there. You know, whereas uh, in the UK, majority of artists like Drill, whether it's Drill, you know, the, the lyrical content might not be a bit you know how's it going, but um, but you know they they got they got good like punchlines, you know, wordplay, flow, delivery. 
stuff like that. You know, that's what you you really want to focus on as a rapper, as a rapper, because mm. um, that's what will separate you from like other rappers and stuff yeah. like that. And so that's why I indulge more into the um, UK scene, because yeah, I was I just liked the way they rapped and you know the way they dressed and how they used their own accent. You know, that's something that we picked up as well. Yeah. Um, seeing that UK didn't conform to the US style of rap, but they just used their own, um, you know, their own identities. And then I was like, you know, it was mad at how, how we did the same. Yeah. You clearly like setting a good example for the youth. Nope. And you started, or well, you mentioned that you want to do some stuff with like um, juvie centres. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that about? Oh, that's, no, we, we are going to do stuff with juvie uh, centres. Yeah. Just COVID. Um, knocked everything back yep so what were your plans before covid struck oh well the ep was going to happen it was always going to happen um covid was just a blessing in disguise it, it gave me um, a bit more time to focus on just um the ep because march march i was supposed to perform all month mm-hmm. so i had a show i already did a show in march and then the week after week after week after wow. I had like four four five weeks of shows yeah um but you know covid hit so i only did one show uh that was the last show um and then yeah we've just been working on ep but before we had shows lined up um the studio was always a was always a goal but you know i think with covid it's it's given us uh, the opportunity to just take things one step at a time mm. yes yeah, it's, it's good because now we've got a studio opening opening up in in our area oh wow uh, yeah it just makes it easier for you know the community to come through if they want to make music because, um, you know, when I was making music, I was travelling out to Wynnum. That's pretty far. It's like 40 minutes. Um, okay. And, you know, so, yeah. Just making re- so um, every time you you had written a song and you wanted to record it, you had to travel? Yeah, go Wynnum. Okay, okay. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. It was just, you know, imagine how easy it'll be now that we're opening up a studio and you've got the next Lissy that's trying to write rhymes and put it in a in a booth you know it's right up the road it's right up the road from him so wow yeah um but with the juvies uh i I didn't get much intel on that because uh, i got put um put on hold Mm. but i remember we were just gonna go in um see the kids probably do some some rap workshops Mm -hmm. just something around music um and yeah just just help help out with things like that because apparently they love our stuff and um you know they love they love our our music and at the end of the day we're just trying to make not only kids but people better people you know mm. so it, was, it would have been a good way for us to you know um display that mm. with the juvies yeah absolutely because i think when you're being creative um you can definitely express a lot that you may not um <laughs> otherwise if you're not if you're not writing music or you know dancing or whatever djing yeah um so that's really good. But um, so the producers that you've worked with, are they all in the same area as you or? Oh, uh, no. Nah. No, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. A lot of producers I've worked with are from New Zealand. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So I've got a lot of also that um, just drop beats in my, um, you know, in my on, on my uh, socials and stuff. And if I like it, then I'll, I'll message them back and say, oh, yeah, I'll use it. Oh, so they'll send you tracks? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no way. Well, that's how, that's how I used to work. Okay. Nowadays, uh, I I know who I work with and who I like and stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, shout out Bola and Jigger Junes, um, you know, and Asiata Rekka, Brendan, all the all the producers I work with. Okay. You know. All from New Zealand. Oh no, 
but just produces other groups. So the first two are from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's heaps of New Zealand um, producers that are working with Australian artists. It's, it's, it's good to see you know, that, that, that bond mm. from across the ditch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you produce music yourself? Nah, I want to get into it though. I'm looking at taking school next year. Yeah, you should do it. Yeah, sound engineering, just to learn. Just to learn, Cause yeah. Because, you know, it's the point I've been in the studio and I don't even know how to work half the shit in <laughs> well, I mean, that's a that's a crazy achievement. What's the name of the studio? 43 Space 43 Studios. Space. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Something yeah, new. Cool. Be the first two. And was that something that you've always wanted to open or you just yep. you just came up with that idea after you had started releasing music? Um, the, the, what I've always wanted is a legacy. And mm. and the studio is a good way to do that. Mm. Um, so when you speak of legacy, what does that mean? Like, like just leave something behind that people will know me for. Okay, and that's through yeah. the studio. Yeah, hopefully it's that. And your music lasts, lasts as long as me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and my music. Yeah, hundred percent. Mm. Yeah. It's crazy. So ten years from now, so when you're thirty, <laughs> where do you see yourself? Um. Hopefully, married with like a lot of kids. <laughs> married with a lot of kids. That's what I've always looked forward to. I guess just a simple life with family and stuff. Because yeah. I grew up with family, so you know I want to have the same uh, same effect on me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Nah, but saying that, like, music, um, still a part of life and stuff, and maybe even just um, working. With the wider community mm. in different areas, not just music, but like life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, a bit of social work here and there. Yeah, so like mentoring. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, like that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's definitely needed in, well, just in the world in general yeah. with everything that's that goes on. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean that's that's something amazing to aspire to. So good on you. Yeah, thank you. That's just how, how it is. How many fights have you been in in your life? Oh, I don't fight. I'm a lover. Have you been in any fights in your nah, life? Nah, yeah. I've been in fights, but no, nah, I don't glorify that. How many it. fights have you been in? <laughs> no, not many. Oh. Really? Nah. <laughs> it's lying. Nah. Not a, not a fighter. Tell me about Goodna. Just I want to know. Um, Goodna. Yeah. What's it like? A lot, color, like, <laughs> a lot of colour. Like a lot of colour is just like um, like Islanders, um Aboriginals and a lot of Africans and yeah. Yeah, and, and you you know how many you're Caucasian. White people? Uh yeah, yeah, you got heaps of white people too. Oh yeah. uh, lots. Yeah. Um it's just real Aussie. Oh it is real Aussie. Yeah. Okay. Real Aussie. Um So it's just like a, the most like Australia. Yeah, but a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot of Islanders though, and a lot of Africans too. Uh, yeah, goodness, got. Um, and do you feel like you're all like very mixed yeah. and in with each other's cultures? Oh, sort of. Sort of. Yeah, not really. Oh. Uh, everyone's friendly. Mm. Like everyone's friendly, but not everyone. Like we don't all hang out together. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how that would. Uh, you know. Um. It's like brown hangs with brown, you know. Yeah. White hangs with white. But Why is it's that, not, do you it's think? Not do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing or a oh, thing at all? It, it works. 
Mm. Oh no, it's, it's not. It's not like it's not like racism. It's not like oh, you're gonna see another mm. color and be like oh no, mm-hmm. I don't like them. No, it's like oh, sup, sup, bro, how are you? I think everyone just connects better with their culture, but can, you know. But at the same time, everyone mixes too. I'm not saying like it's strictly just like, everyone mixes. But from what I see, majority. Do you know any Indonesian people? people, or am I the only Indonesian person? Um, Indonesian. That's Bali, eh? Is that Bali? I actually don't know much about Indonesia. That's okay. Yeah. Cute. Um, so. Have you been to Indonesia? Nah, I've only been to two countries. What a life! Fuck. <laughs> yeah, New Zealand and Samoa. Oh, and Australia. How? When? How um, often do you go back to Samoa? Oh, I've been like once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I've been once. I've been once. But I love it. It's good. You go there and you just appreciate Australia more. Really? Yeah, because it's like developing country, third world country. So, um, mm. yeah. What's yeah. developing about it? Oh shit! The English. <laughs> nah, the, like, yeah. the, just you know, they're trying to urbanize it um, mm. a, a bit more nowadays. Um, no, they, they're all good, uh, um, but they're no like you know, no big buildings or nothing like that. Big buildings, though. Fancy like, studio, what are big like this. buildings, you know. Oh wait, so this is the first time you've been back in Sydney since you moved? No, really? I came for Red Bull, but I was in and out. Oh yeah, that was good. What yeah. was that like? Oh uh, yeah, no, that was that was um different because I'm used to just recording in like in, in our like with the boys and stuff in the back. You know, if you fuck up, then everyone's laughing at you and <laughs> stuff like that. But when I was at um, Studio Studio One, I was like, shit, these guys are serious. Like, I tried to crack jokes and shit, and no one laughed. Yeah, that's how I like, feel <laughs> all the time. <laughs> fuck. Damn. Yeah. So what's an ideal environment for you to perform in? Perform? Oh, yeah. Just, like, kick back, man. Like, you know, everyone having a laugh, you know, Mm. having a sip, you know. Just a kick back environment, like, where everyone's having a good time. Because at the end of the day, we do it for fun. Yes. We do it because we want to. Yes. We don't do it because we have to. Yes. But once you have to, then it just feels like a job. Yeah. And fuck a job. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> so, Average Man, when you had recorded it, did you record that in um, 43 Space or was there some... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, we do have the studio. Um, it's just not open to the public. Okay, cool. So, what is it like when you go into the studio and you were recording Average Man? What did you uh, yeah. walk us through it, like, it's just, the whole experience? Like, when it's time, like, it's just, like, game time, you know? When it's time to work, it's time to work, you know? Um, but, you know, throughout, you can have your laughs here and there. Like, if, you know, a testy happens and you're like, ah, then everyone starts laughing in the back and then you're just like, oh, fuck up, you know? Like, that's how it is, like... But everyone's laughing at you. But that's the environment you want, you know, because it's just like, ah, oh, no one's, no one's, um, you know, judging you. Mm. I mean, they're judging you, but they're having a laugh with you. So it's, it's, yeah, I know, I don't know. But people are different. Some people go in the studio and they're like, all right, everyone get out, everyone get out. Um, I, I need to do this on my own. Who's like that? You're not. Oh uh, you like no, not me. No, not me. I know people that are like that though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, nah, I'm not like that. I don't mind if people sit and watch. Um. Because at the end of the day, you got to perform. Do you think that comes from confidence, or you're just you're just pretty um, chill and a, like laid back? 
like that? Yeah, I think it'd be confidence. I think it's more because I don't care. Do you care. think if you were like going to the booth right now, you could write a, you could spit a verse? Hundred, hundred percent. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. Confidence. No, because 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 <laughs> you know like at the end of the day you got to perform in front of people at like if you get the opportunity to. Yeah. So um, yeah, might as well just if you got four or five people watching in the back, yeah, make the most of it, embrace it. Mm. A lot of your is a lot of your music um, pre-written or just yeah, off the top? No, no, no. Off the top is when I'm like drunk. Then I'm play a beat, play a beat now, play a beat. How often does that happen? Fuck a good three minutes, four minutes straight. Really? Bars. Can't do it sober, so don't ask. Because if you put a beat on now, I'll probably shit myself. Oh. But yeah. So if we if you were to drink some more red wine, I'll probably cry. No. Because I heard it gets you emotional. <laughs> Yeah, like, I love it. This is why my mom hates this shit. No, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, too much. I love you, mom. Sorry. Um. Okay. So, you've mentioned that you're always working, which mm. I love. Like you just have such a good work ethic. What is next for you? What's uh, going on? What's next? Got features, uh, collabs and stuff. Maybe one or two singles for the rest of this year. Probably just one. We'll see how we go. Maybe two. Um, studio, studios opening. So you're always in the studio, just yeah, yeah, no, but like our, our 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 actual um, studio that we're gonna open up, mm. like we're working on that now. Mm-hmm. I think we're on to like renovation, um, and we're looking to tour, but it's just hard with yeah. COVID. Yeah, we want to tour badly. Oh, I just want to perform. Like fuck. So say there's no COVID. Ideally, what will you be doing for like the next six months? Oh, then the tour would happen like end of the year. Yeah. Um, that's what we want. Um, we as in me, the West, Lord Lance, Ezra James, um, mm-hmm. just us as a team because that's our team. Like it's forty three. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. So, um, yeah, we want to tour. We just want to perform. And um, have you performed live? Yeah. A lot. No. What was your first experience like? It was with Hefs. And um and that was your York first time ever, yeah. Wow. I mean, not like, like you know, there was church and school, yeah, you know, stuff like that. that was but small. I mean, in like a in space where career. you felt like it, you were really expressing who you are. Yeah. yeah was that nah, the first? I was scared. Time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was. I was scared shitless. I was just sitting at the back, bro. I was like, you know. But I the pr- result I I did, like, what was the prayers. result like? Uh, it was. Uh, it was all right. Like looking back at it now, I was like, yeah, I definitely improved. Um, but it was good. It was good. It was good energy. Fuck, mm. it's a different energy, eh? You know, I could go into, um, I could go to the stage without, you know, like, completely sober. Yeah, just feel like something's just taken over my body. Like, you know mm. what I mean? And it's like, fuck, it's different, bro. It's way different. Um, you just heart, your heart's racing, and you know. You're sweating and you're like, fuck, I just love it. You love it. Like, it's this, mm. that's why the, we're so hungry to perform, mate. We just want to perform and we want to tour. Yeah. Um, that's where you know where you need to be. Yeah. It's yeah. so natural to yeah. you. And you know that's what you want to do. It's a good feeling. Like, when we, we did it for, we did it at Eden's Hill. Mm. That's like a, a big venue. I've actually DJed there before. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. And it's big. It, you know, you've seen yeah, the size. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, it's, it's quite big, especially for like, 
back then when I only had like three songs. Mm. You know, that's a big crowd to fill mm. up and, and, and perform for. And, and people there are actually really positive and just like yeah. want to... They just want to have a good and time. And, yeah, you know. the vibe. No, sorry. Australia. Yeah. Oh, what was what? Sorry, was no, it? No, I don't know. <laughs> 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 sorry. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. Well, yeah. Yeah, uh, good, so good you place. had a whole tour booked or no 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 we, we want to oh okay like yeah. we got we got plans and everything yeah. uh it's just covid uh, we keep coming back to good old corona yeah coronavirus it's not good that's the only thing that's pu- are pushing us back from everything but i know but right? you know, <clears throat> we're still moving forward with what we can do yeah um, yeah we'll definitely we'll definitely get the tour done Yep. Whether it's whether it's this year, next year, the year like years after, it doesn't matter when. We're definitely gonna Your producers, who are they? Oh, uh, Rekla and Brandon. Are you talking like sound engineers as well? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Them yep. they record they make my beats, so Sweet One was made by Rekla, DJ Rekla. So Rekla, yeah. shout out Rekla. <laughs> our mate's favorite song. We love that track. Oh, Sweet One. You had that feature. Hi. With DTG. Yeah, yeah. How did this come about? That was buzzy. This was the question that I was looking forward to asking you for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. I'm here. Yeah, so he goes, um, Hey bro, like, you know, I love I love say less. You know, if there's anything that you, you if you ever want to work or like just let me know and Oh, so he know. reached out yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, he reached out to this is probably like around fuck like March or April, one yep. of them. Um yeah, yeah, March or April and and then I was like while I had him that beat that on suit one, mm. like Rekka made that in like fifteen minutes. Rekka. Yeah, but I was like, we're mucking around on it. Even that hook, like ba 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 ba. That was like we was just mucking around. It's just like, like that's not that's you know if you listen to my other songs, this is completely out of the water. Like you know. But I think it just shows like a different. Yeah, it was versatility. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Because I do like that music as well, but um, but when he when he hit me up and I said, oh shit, well I do have something you might like. So I sent that, and uh, yeah, he he's like, yo, I like it, so I'll do a verse. Personally, I think it's a really good thing that you can connect yourself through different genres. So yeah. I think that's so important as an artist, and you look at any of the biggest artists in the world, they can kind of spread themselves across different genres because yeah. they can tell a different story. Yeah. And not only tell it, but they can relate to it, and they can be like, I I come from that in a way. Yeah. So even though that song may not be something that you would originally have maybe thought of doing, but like it's so suited to you as well. And it was perfect for the EP. I, I don't. It would be weird as a single, you know. Mm. Um, but when it was on the a EP, hidden gem. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, because it was on the EP. It's like it just. Uh, I don't know. I had a this, my EP was a bit like you know a buffet, had a bit of everything. Yeah, yeah, that's true. For every every moment in life, um, could have been drinking this whole time. Yeah, but then so I wouldn't be wise. I'd just be like a cocky bastard. Just be like, that's you know, funny. What's good no now? Like, our oh, goodness, the fucking best. Yeah. You don't want to fuck all good. No, I don't want to be like that. I want to be present myself. You and then after this, okay. turn the camera off. Actually, yeah, no, actually, you know sorry, what? Sorry. I want to ask. So, everyone <sighs> keeps mentioning Pistol Pete and Enzo. Tell me. Oh, I ask you. Like, the latest drop. Everyone loves Pistol Pete and Enzo, so yeah. please tell me how Pistol Pete and Enzo has influenced so many 
Oh. Big artists today. If you know, like, Pistol P and Enzo were the first to step on the scene, first polys to step on the Oz rap scene. Um, and I just remember when I was like, I was year 10, I was 15, I think, and they came out with their song, We On, and it was like, fuck, you know, like, okay. like, like, on Zealand, Samoans and polys have been rapping for a while, but to see Ozzy, um, brown people come up and um display Aussie culture mm-hmm. like mixed with the you know the, the you know Samoan slang and stuff like Uso and you know stuff like that corned beef like they brought up our culture but it was mixed with like you know Esha lad you know that's how it is in Sydney um I think that's what we loved I think that's why you know you got to respect them for that and fuck they were good at it too they still are they're still good at it um mm. like if you you want to know about t- double entendres? Yeah. Uh, uh, Everyone I've spoken to, to is like, lesson. I'm like, who influenced you in writing music and and just music you love in general? And yeah. everyone's mentioned Pistol Pete and Enzo. Yeah. So there they've, you go. They've, 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 they've definitely opened the doorway for us pollies. Um, I'd say one four got international traction and that was massive. It would even put us on an even bigger scale. Um but yeah, Pistol P and Enzo definitely were the first ones to, you know. Mm. And who are you listening to at the moment? Well, not even rap. Um, it's like R&B sort of, but like oh from, yeah. from the Bay Area. Like, I think that's San Diego or San Francisco, one of them. Okay. It's like this guy named Blast, B-L-X-S-T. It's pretty bad. Cute. Okay, R&B. Yeah. Who are, so who else in R&B do you like? Daniel Caesar. Is it, is it give you on? Give on? Oh. Give you on? So people like that. I'm um, Sir. Um, Good work. Old school. D'Angelo. You know. Um, okay. D'Angelo. Jodeci. Okay. Yeah. Who else? Um, okay, so you actually know good music. Good work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like to be what, like you know you got to listen to a lot of music so that you can pick different ideas mm-hmm. for your own music. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, well thank you so much for coming on my podcast. I think I'm gonna ra- wrap Cheers. it up. Say less. But um, mm. we'll see you soon in like oh, yes. twelve months' time once COVID's gone. And yeah. Yeah. For the show. Okay. <laughs> Cute. Hey, it's your boy Lissy from the Forty Three. And I'm here only with Jade LaFleur.